Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. So we have a special segment today. We are talking with author, astrologer, tarot reader, and intuitive stylist, and most importantly, I think, glamour witch, Michael Herkus. Michael's practice centers around the magical aesthetics and adornment using fashion and makeup to cultivate inner and outer makeovers, inspiring others to tap into their personal power and creativity to create positive change in their own lives and world around them. So, hi, Michael. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. So excited to have you on today. I'm excited, too. It's so fun to be back. Yes, and so many of our listeners have had questions for you even before they knew you were coming on. So I think that's really <laughs> I <exciting>. love that. <laughs> so you have a new book coming out. Uh, your first book, The Glam Witch, was really a, like a love letter to Lilith and your practice surrounding her and kind mm -hmm. of like the way you cultivated your own magical practice and spirituality. Uh, but you have a new book coming out, uh, Glam Craft. Can you tell mm -hmm. us uh, how it's maybe similar or different to your first book? Sure. It's uh it's similar in that it's another love letter. Um, but it's uh it's it's more focused on the art of glamour magic. So using um beauty, fashion, aesthetics, all of that good stuff to um to create change in the world, to kind of get what you want, um, to find personal um to, to cultivate personal confidence within um and shine brightly and um and and again kind of change um perception of you and and uh really kind of like use magic and um your aesthetics to be this like I, I say in the book at some point like glamour is kind of like your metaphysical resume um it's like you kind of showcase the best pieces of yourself from it and then those that you don't you create illusions you allude to uh the the things that you want to kind of build your confidence up and around so how is, like, how did you kind of um, find that glamour magic was something that you needed in your life? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, it's, it's kind of funny because glamour has just kind of always followed me. Um, I remember just absolutely loving, like, America's Next Top Model when I was in high school and um, really getting into, like, fashion photography and, and that angle of things. But even before that, I, I loved fashion. I was always the kind of go-to person in the family to help people figure out, like, does this look good together? What should I, what should I wear? Those types of things. And out of high school, I, um, I started working as a lead photographer at the legendary Glamour Shots portrait studio. And um, as my life continued to kind of evolve and move forward, um, just in the, in the realm of style and, and beauty and makeup and things along those lines, it just kind of, um, intersected with witchcraft and uh you know it's a niche we i think um i think most of us kind of are familiar with that fabulous movie the craft 
where we have uh, one of the main characters who waves her hand over her hair and it, it turns like from a dark, dark blonde to a very, very platinum blonde. And that was probably the first time I ever heard like the terminology of glamour magic, that that was a glamour. Uh, and so as I did, you know, kind of my own researching and stuff like that, it just, it was a magical niche that that seemed to fit. Um, there, there was the skills and the interest there. So that's kind of how I, I got into it. And um, the more I kind of practiced it and the more I put myself out there, wrote books, articles, things like that, um, just kind of realized that it's something that not too many people touch on or talk about. It's kind of a niche that has remained kind of obscure, I guess, or, or just kind of really not ever, ever really kind of talked about. And it's interesting because it is such a like common thing. Like we, every, every day we are always looking in the mirror where we wake up and we put an outfit and things together. But of course, when you start putting intention behind it, which is what us magic makers do, we have our intent and we, we try to manifest something. So um, it, it's just kind of, I think sometimes people think it's, it's super hard, but it's so, or it's, it's one of those things where it's so simple, but it seems so hard. Um, so we kind of just don't really talk about it. Um, but I, uh, but that's kind of one of the reasons why I decided to do it because it's, it's, it's just, I think is something that is really powerful and uplifting for individuals to, to kind of start enter, like working with in their lives. It, it really helps you find um, a sense of empowerment within so that you can kind of radiate and be your best self. And then at that point, you know, if you're confident and powerful and in, who you think, who you, who you are, who you represent yourself as in the world around you, your identity, you know, your, your magic and on every level, whatever it is that you practice is just going to hum at a, uh, a much better, um, vibration. So, yeah. What's interesting is, um, you touch on about how it wasn't something people really talked about, uh, often and, uh, not to like, spill some background tea or anything but uh a few years ago when you first started writing for which way uh you wrote an article about mm -hmm. um you know glamour magic and we actually received uh, a surprisingly like high profile backlash uh for even mm -hmm. having that article mm -hmm. and it's so funny because now it's something like no one has a problem with or can't get enough of but like just a few years ago this was seen the idea of um you know using aesthetics to find confidence was surprisingly uh controversial in the witch community mm. you know i actually kind of remember too i think um just years and years and years ago before i kind of was in the public eye and stuff but like i would go to like public witch events and things along those lines and of course there were always going to be a weird eye turned at me because i was wearing pink or something like that it was kind of like if you weren't wearing black if you kind of stood out in some kind of a way you were a little bit more fashionable there was that kind of like ick kind of vibe to it and i don't I don't know why that was, um, but I am happy to see that that has kind of changed a little bit and happy to hear that, you know, now people aren't really, I think, I think people, maybe, maybe some of, some of it has to do with COVID too and, and being locked up in our house for so long and, and people have kind of found empowerment again and in embracing their style and um, really kind of just, just realizing that like dress for yourself, present yourself how you want to be seen. So, but I, I, yeah, I think glamour magic, it's or just the principles around it, around aesthetic and how you present yourself. We're in a, a, a good time right now where more and more people are 
really kind of defying uh, cultural expectations and things like that, um, society as a whole, and just kind of living their life true and however they want to and whatever they want to dress, however they want to present themselves. So that's really cool. Yeah. And not only that, but um, I think often people think that glamour magic is like meant to be this like flashy, flashy, you know, like, look at me, look at me. But glamour magic, it can also be how to dress for people not to look at you, to have people um, bypass you or, you know, things like that. I always think that's like my my really good ability is I'm really good at not being noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I even had people comment being like, God, you just like sneak in and out of places like a ninja. Like no one notices you. <laughs> like that yes. is on purpose. That yeah, is on I'm happy purpose. you said that. That's definitely a, a big part of it because yeah, it's it, a lot of people will come to Glamour Magic thinking that it's something to attract, right? And on some hands it is because it definitely helps with, you know, changing people's perceptions of who you are. Um, so it's great for, you know, attracting a new job. It's great for attracting love and romantic partners and things like that. But, it's, but you know, the, the flip side to it is it's really good at also pushing that energy away and repelling and um, making you kind of fly under the radar a little bit more. Uh, once you kind of like start to kind of understand see i I said at the one point too like glamour magic is it's important because i think a lot of people think that it's creating an illusion with an i l l but it's not because that definition is kind of more about you know creating something out of nothing a form of trickery but it's more of an illusion you have to kind of be aware of things in the world you have to be aware of your surroundings you have to be aware of the people that are there so there's no way to kind of like like it's not fake like you can't just pull it out of nowhere you have to have that knowledge and you have to have a commitment behind it to really kind of make that glamour happen um especially when you're trying to you know change people's perceptions of you whether that is to be seen or not seen so we actually have some um, questions from some of our listeners. Great. Uh, this one comes from Kiki. Mm-hmm. Kiki says, are there ways you recommend glamour and beauty magic for folks who don't use makeup? Absolutely. So um, makeup is just kind of one component of glamour magic, right? So let's just think, for example, uh, like, you know, to use as an example, like think about candle magic. There's so many different ways to do candle magic. Some people carve in their candles. Some people use candle colors. Some dress them with oils and herbs and different things like that. Um, The glamour magic is kind of the same thing. Some people will just kind of focus on the clothing aspect of it. Some focus on the makeup. Um, you know, at the end of the day, again, we kind of all wake up in the morning. We all look in the mirror. It's one of the, like, maybe not the first thing that we do, but, um, it's, uh, we see our reflection multiple times during the day. So that then in and of itself, you can work with your, um, your reflection and kind of amplify how you're being seen in the world. Uh, we all are showering, hopefully, um, and and cleansing ourselves and taking care of ourselves for, uh, wellness and, and hygiene. And that's a glamour magic aspect as well. Um, if we have hair, we're styling it, we might be shaving, we could do all of those different things. Um, and then of course, we're always picking out clothing, uh, whether it is something that's flashy or if it's something that's more comfortable, whatever reason it is, you know, we're, we're always selecting out our outfits and things that as well. So makeup is just one component of it. Um, and uh, whether you wear makeup or not, you can still practice glamour magic either way. Uh, Shay 
wants to know, what is the best glamour beauty magic spell to build confidence? So I'm going to kind of reword uh, what uh, Shay is saying here. What is the mm-hmm. easiest way using glamour to build confidence? <laughs> oh my God, totally. Okay, so, um, well, confidence is, it's, so again, with like, I think with any kind of magical um, process, I'm always going to kind of recommend going a very practical route first. Because if you really kind of want to make that happen, you have to do the practical stuff in the real world as, along with the magical aspects too. So, um, but I think one of the, it's a, it's super simple, but like, again, the first thing that we do when we look in the mirror, we see our reflections all the time throughout the day. And I'm, I'm definitely not perfect at this. I definitely fall into this category too. So I think we all do. Um, the first thing that I see sometimes when I look at my reflection is something I don't like about myself. How many of us do that? We see the pimple or we see the, you know, the clothing that's not fitting right or something along those lines. And when we do that, us as magical beings who uh, are using our intentions and the power of our mind, when we look into a a mirror and we're kind of like using our intentions to focus on what we don't like, (laughs) we're just amplifying those in our life. So I recommend using your reflection to focus on what it is that you do like about yourself. Stop looking at the negative and focus on what it is that you like, whether it's, oh my gosh, my eyebrows look great today. Or, (laughs) um, you know, I love how my hair looks right now. This outfit is great. This is a great color on me. Things like that. The more you start kind of using those positive um, ways of, of looking at yourself or even affirmations, you know, they kind of sometimes can be very commercial uh in the world around us but again you're using um your the power of words that this you're spelling something out to the universe you're saying it to yourself in front of a mirror um the mind is going to believe anything that you tell it (laughs) anything you tell it so if you tell yourself you can't do something or you're not going to be good at something you're going to believe it but if you start to continuously tell yourself oh my gosh i'm great i'm fabulous you're going to start to believe it too so um it's very simple but if again if you're a magical practitioner you're familiar with using your mind and your intentions just start focusing on the good positive things in your reflection and uh, allow those to amplify in your life yeah i will say i'll um you know for those who are listening who you know really maybe just aren't really into like you know the fashion the makeup or you know things like that it's there's also a level of just because you're taking care of yourself, you will feel cared for and you'll feel better mm. and you'll feel, um, you know, more confident. Like even as, you know, something as simple, like, you know, I was telling Michael this morning that I really was sick of being a little house troll, you know, post COVID, <laughs> uh, where it's so easy to get just trapped in your house. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put a little scarf in my hair, some tinted moisturizer and like some tinted, uh, you know, lip balm. And I'm going to have a nice morning. And of course, like I go to where I'm going. I forget my mouse to work with. So I came here to work and now I can't work. And they (laughs) didn't have breakfast, which is like, I have to eat breakfast. They didn't have (laughs) breakfast. So I was like, everything was going wrong. But, but, but I, I still had a great morning. Like it was such a, Mm -hmm. just a beautiful day. I put an ounce of effort into how I felt and that ounce, that ounce of effort I put into it, like gave back threefold. Like I kept having things go wrong, but I still felt fantastic. Oh, I love that. Yeah, totally. We, and, and I think too, one thing that we kind of can kind of focus on is like glamour magic is kind of definitely a way to practice that self-love. Like what you were just saying, like you, because you took time out for yourself, you took time out in that moment to 
to treat yourself, if you will, um, you know, you carried that with you for the rest of the day and you felt good in the in, in, in doing so. So the more and more and more people kind of start doing that um, and, and again, kind of use that, that kind of just very basic, I'm going to get ready. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to like go out into the world today. You fuel it with that kind of glamour magic aspect behind it. You're just going to start feeling so much more confident as well. Um, so that's kind of another way to piggyback off of the last question as well. Uh, Kat has a question. Kat okay. is asking, um, because Kat uh, also, like Kiki, does not wear makeup. Kat okay. wants to know, um, can you use Glamour Magic with your skincare routines or oils and lotions? Oh, my God. Absolutely. So, oh, there's so many things with that. So, like, if you have a, a skincare routine and you have, like, different serums and, and things like... Um, you know, moisturizers and stuff for your face. You know, there's those uh, crystal rolling wands that are out there. And, you know, if you, the, the fact that they're a crystal is great. Many of us witches love our crystals. Um, so you, I would say, get one that kind of connects to what it is that you wanted to work with. So you can get like an obsidian black one to kind of help clear out impurities or to kind of pull out like negativity towards your appearance or just a basic rose quartz is going to be good for gentle love, putting that love on yourself. And uh, when you put on those oils, you just rub rub it in. You follow the instructions and actually how you use that, that crystal roller. But because it's a crystal, again, you're using your intentions. You can massage it into your face and not only get the support of those actual moisturizing tools, but also the, um, the crystal energy as well. But um, for those of you that, like, if you weren't do, trying to do just, like, facial care and you wanted more, like, lotions and things like that you can definitely always get like an unscented lotion and mix in a little bit of like essential oils to them or even synthetic oils you know a lot of people in the magical community really prefer the essential oil but sometimes it's just not the most practical like any of the flowers like rose and stuff like that those are going to be so expensive hundreds of dollars for like a small little vial so I always say get a nice synthetic. And again, that works with glamour because it's you're alluding to something that exists. It doesn't have to be that that real. So find a really, really good synthetic, maybe crush up some dried version of that herb. So, so some rose petals that you've maybe used in another glamour ritual and um, let that infuse in with your, your rose oil. And then you'll just drop some of that into your uh, lotion. And again, it can be any kind of an oil that, that makes sense to whatever it is that you wanted to bring into your life. So, of course, rose is going to be more love and beauty. You can have like orange for a little bit more success and attraction, um, like maybe maybe some money magic, um, sandalwood and things like that for more grounding energy and so on and so forth. It's so funny because I am such a sucker for anything that has like that rose scent. Same. Like I will <laughs> buy, know, I don't. will buy anything, any, I, like, and it's and it and it could suck. Yeah. And I'm like, it still smells like roses, so it does. But there's the specific, and then you get into the different branches of rose, and I love oh. the Damascus, like the Bulgarian rose. Oh, that's the best in my opinion. That very rich, powdery. Oh, I love that rose. <laughs> And this is actually from Kat again, and this is our last okay. question from our listeners. And Kat wants to know, what is your favorite, um, I'm kind of rewording here, but what is your favorite use of glamour for self-love? Mm. Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, 
That's a hard one because <laughs> I can't really think of just like one aspect of it. Cause I really love just the whole, the whole process of getting ready. Like it's just in and of itself, its own ritual. And then there's the components of it. So it could be the very magical um, bath to kind of start off with and to relax or cleanse myself. Um, and then from there moving into putting on the makeup and the, doing the hair and things like that. So selecting the color that I want to work with for the day that's going to be in my outfit that corresponds to my goal. And, um, you know, maybe using sigils and stuff like that that are put in the makeup or putting them onto my face as um, like drawing the sigil onto my safe and onto my face and then buffering it out. Um, that's definitely another alternative way to kind of work with the, your glamour magic from a makeup perspective, or even if it is just like moisturizers and things like that, you can put the oil on in different spaces. And then um, you also could do like, I, I love just picking out the outfit and selecting, you know, what goes with me for the day. And then from there going out into the world and having people react to me, paying attention to what's going on, giving me compliments, and then using that energy to fuel the spell work that I'm doing. I just, it's hard to pick one little aspect of glamour magic for um, that I love the most because I just do it so often that it's to me it's just the whole presentation. It's the whole platter of it. I think something else, and this is something you and I have um, talked about before, and you you know you kind of touched on it when you talked about um, the ritual of like um, getting ready. Uh, but something like that that I I did incorporate into my rituals was. Um, something you and I watched once and uh oh, it had yes. <laughs> uh you know um, yeah like you know Dita Von Tees, yeah and uh they were talking about luxury right like mm -hmm. luxury what is luxurious and mm -hmm. um everyone in this video is talking about money this and the most expensive that and like this uh custom thing and that custom thing and she was the only one in the entire uh video that was like well luxury is taking the time to pick out um an outfit. It's time uh, putting rose petals in a bath. It's taking the time to eat a strawberry. And mm -hmm. uh, it's really what I felt like she was getting to was uh, getting into the headspace because mm -hmm. money, because uh, that can be like a big barrier for people, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, is money and in, in terms of like makeup or perfume or whatever, but you can give yourself that care and that love and that luxurious of, you know, anointing yourself with, uh, you know, your mm. favorite perfume or taking the time to go through your closet and figure out what makes you feel powerful, what makes oh, you absolutely. feel seen. Um, and that is something that, you know, when she said that it's stuck with me, it's stuck with yeah. me and I have incorporated it into every ritual since. Yes. I love that. 100%. And I, I kind of forgot that we watched that, but I love it. And I actually just saw Dita Von Teese on Valentine's Day. It was fabulous. I know you just saw her too. So um, I, I love, <laughs> it was so good. But I love that um, we, you know, are able to bring her in <laughs> to the chat right now. It's fabulous. <laughs> yeah, because it, 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 like, it was a great example. Because I think, so, you know, someone could be listening to our conversation and think, well, I don't have money to do all that. True. But it's not about that. You know? It's not. Yeah. It's, I mean, of course it definitely adds to things. It's like, but, but yeah, you, I mean, you don't have to have a whole lot of money to do glamour magic at the end of the day. It's, you know, we all are getting ready. We all get ready and <laughs> face the world 
on a daily basis in some kind of a capacity, taking that time out to think about it, taking that time out, like you had mentioned, to go through your closets, to feel the fabrics, to look at the colors, to get and get in tune with it. Um, and really kind of just, you know, it's, it's as simple as just kind of dressing with intention, you know, getting ready with that intention. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have a nice bubble bath tonight. It doesn't have to be like a big full moon. It doesn't have to have, you know, all the crystals and the candles and all of that around it. Just the simple fact of like, I'm going to do this for myself and it's going to feel good. I know it's going to feel good. Like that's perfect taking care yeah. of yourself, treating yourself. It's that, that old, old um, I forget that show, but I know you watch it, that treat yourself. Thing. Oh, Parks and Rec. Yeah. Parks and Rec. Yes. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Three words. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true because even though those are things maybe you're doing behind closed doors, it does, um, it does translate to how you hold yourself, to how you speak, you know, to um, yes. the air around you when you are out in the world. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, back to your book, um, yeah. my, the one question, uh, and you know, we, we, we pretty much touched on a lot of things that are in the book, like how to accomplish these things. And then you have mm -hmm. a great section of like your, uh, glam, which, uh, book of shadows where you have all of your recipes and spells for yes, the glam, really the glamour, these really beautiful, uh, aspects, um, so I guess I have a few questions for you about your book. Uh, yeah. One, what made you feel like you were ready to write this book? Well, <laughs> as, as my publisher, you know, this has been three years in the making. Um, you know, I think a big part of it, I really wanted to do it a lot sooner. But, you know, when I really kind of started to getting around to, to writing it, the pandemic happened and nobody was leaving their house. No one was getting ready. No one was doing anything. So it just, we, no one knew if the end of the world was going to be tomorrow. So like there just wasn't a reason to write it. Um, and then I got uh, bombarded with a, a bunch of other um, book offers and things like that. So I focused on those and um, eventually just got to the point where I think, I don't know, it just, it just felt like the right time. And I had the time to really properly dedicate and devote myself to it. And um, I'm so happy with it because in so many ways, and, and you know this as a fellow Aries, it's always boom, boom, boom. Let me turn this out. Let me move to something else. Uh, it's, it's rare, I think, that we have something that we've kind of sat with for a long time and we give patience to um, and we take our time with. It's, um, it's just really cool. So this one just, it, it definitely has evolved. It's changed so much from its original vision, but in such a good way. Um, and I think maybe I just wasn't even in the place, like even from the public eye's perspective to really write this book at the time back then either. So um, it definitely allowed me to flex my writing muscles, to get a little bit more grounded in uh, myself um, in the process as well. So um, I'm, I'm now I'm going all over the place. So <laughs> redirect me back to like, what's the question? <laughs> or what, yeah. Um, no, I mean, I think that's a that's a good answer. Like, I think if if you had done this um, at any point before now, it would be a completely different book. Yeah, and I I'm just so happy with with what how it is, how it came out. <laughs> my, so my, one of my favorite questions, <laughs> yes. one of my favorite questions to ask people, and um, I ask every person who comes on the show who has written a book. Uh, but what is something that we took out? that you wish 
we that you that or that we had left in? Um, oh my god, nothing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we didn't really take anything out. Um, I think that there was like one or one or two little things that I ended up I did end up taking out just from a spacing perspective, but that's going to be used in like a future project that I can't really talk about. So I, I don't, yeah. I can't really answer that the whole way, but no, I, I loved it because, you know, I, and thank you too, for allowing me to have a lot of freedom and a lot of creative control in this, you know, I've in the process of me being kind of out here as an author and stuff like that, I think in some ways I've been a little bit of a different author because it's not just my name. It's more of a, like the glam, Witch has become a brand essentially. And I think that the other books and stuff that I was doing, you know, with, and with those publishers that just didn't have a lot of creative freedom to express myself or even put something out there that was visually, conceptually kind of what the Glam Witch was. So this was a great opportunity for me to have a lot of that creative control, um, maybe control is even the wrong word, just the creative freedom to express my, my brand and my glamour, my glam craft and the way that it was supposed to to be out just kind of like how the glam witch that first book there was i mean there was so much more flexibility and freedom with it so that it could come out and be as authentic as it it was supposed to be so i think um a lesson that um a lesson i have learned <laughs> in life uh mm. that i think is good for everyone to hear assuming you haven't already learned it but you know who can say but <laughs> Here's the thing. You're never going to please everybody, right? Oh, no. <laughs> you're never going to, you're never going to please everyone. So the bare minimum you can do is be happy with it yourself. Mm -hmm. So please yourself Absolutely. for worrying about pleasing everyone else because you're never going to be able to ever. Yeah. So you might as well be proud of, of your work, you know, and I'm a Absolutely. big, big, big believer in that. Yeah. And I think if, you know, even if I look back at the very first book in this one, I mean, I really wrote them for me. I wrote them for my old self. I wrote the book that I needed and wanted that didn't exist. And um, I just had fun with it. <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I always find myself somehow saying like, what's the point in doing something if you're not having fun? I mean, yeah, we're going to have challenges and difficulties along the way. But at the end of the day, you're writing a book, you're putting all your work and effort into it. You should have fun in the process of it. So I definitely had a lot of fun with this one. <laughs> um, so I guess my last question is, is where can uh, people go if they want to uh, learn more about you, uh, Glamcraft, and other stuff that you have going on? Oh, just my website, www.theglamwitch.com. It will um, provides all of the information and the links for you to uh, kind of access different events that I'm doing, different products and, and books, um, social media. You know, we continue to struggle with imposter accounts in this little witchy world that we live in and um so if there's ever any question as to like if it's really my page <laughs> the ones that are connected to my website are the ones that are legit and um uh when so when this episode comes out right now you have a uh hardcover full color limited edition only 200 mm -hmm. printed uh version of glam craft um, yes. so the best place to know more about that is, you know, going to be your website as well. And then, um, if you miss that opportunity, any for, uh, future, uh, versions, uh, you'll also, I'm guessing announce on your newsletter. 
Absolutely. Yes. So, and on the website, there's an opportunity for you to join my mailing list, which was lovely because I send out exclusive information <laughs> as well as exclusive. As, I know. And, um, and sometimes, you know, with different events and stuff, we're given like some certain discount codes or, um, you know, I also will offer like discounts for personal readings and stuff like that for subscribers. Um, so, you know, that's definitely also, um, that's a great resource, the, those mailing letters. So, yeah. So, yeah, if, um, I mean, if this interests, uh, you know, this topic, uh, check out his website, um, and the new book, the, uh, glam craft, mm -hmm. and it really is oh. absolutely beautiful. One other little thing. And I think I should have, I should have mentioned it earlier with one of the questions about like the makeup. Um, what, one cool thing that I threw in at, the, at kind of the last minute with this book is the last kind of section is a group of interviews with other people in the magical community, um, who talk about how they've kind of integrated glamour into their world. So it's not just kind of focused on how Michael, the glam witch over here does glamour. It kind of showcases a little bit of like anyone can practice it. And, um, and just hopefully gives a little bit more inspiration to like, yeah, I don't like makeup, but this is how I can use it. Or, oh, I'm not really like into fashion. Well, here's another way that I can work with glamour magic. So I hope everyone enjoys that. Uh, can we say who? who yeah, so um, the, the, oh. so, um, yes. <laughs> so the, so the, like, the, like, the interviews, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. The interviews we have um, holistic beauty uh, with uh, Elise Marie, who is the beauty witch. We have drag magic with Hunter Vane. We have, um, you know, uh, making like a glamorous cocktail, glamorous potion with um, the author of Magical Cocktails, Julia, Julia Helena Hattis. Um, we also have uh, Lilith Dorsey doing voodoo glamour. And we have um, Raven Digitalis, who's talking about goth craft and uh, Veronica Varlow, who talks about uh, the art of burlesque and the magic of that with glamour. Love, such a good uh, span of people. Yeah, it was really, it's really good. I think it, it just really adds a lot of depth and um, yeah, just depth to the, to the project as a whole. Awesome, so yeah, awesome. Um, so that's all the questions I have for you. Is there anything else you wanted to say before we sign off? No, just thank you all um, for your continued support. Uh, it's always a pleasure to be on here um, with Miss Tanya, fabulous publisher <laughs> of Glamcraft. Um, so, yeah, just check out my website, join the mailing list, and, um, and uh, I'll see you all soon. Awesome. Bye. Bye. Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day.